This is episode 214. I have so much to say and so little to talk about. This one's about plectrums. If you call it a plectrum, you're a nerd. <laughs> uh, it, Very and good. This, yes, this episode of the Tone Control is brought to you by uh, um, the letter P. Yep. It's that. P electrums. Electrums. Very good. Yeah, so this is a good one. We talked about nothing for an hour and a half. Okay, bye. I mean, <laughs> bye. hi. Hi. <laughs> Get your, get your, who wants, who wants a, a koozie? Who wants a, get your merch. It's the tone control. I'm going to not open this right over my computer. I just had like a complete there was, panic attack about yeah, that. <laughs> had a little premonition about how <laughs> yeah. that might go. <laughs> well, okay. So uh, uh, it was actually the last time I was at my folks' house. Um, they, they keep beer in their fridge and I'm definitely the only one who drinks beer anywhere near that house, <laughs> but they do. So they like stock their fridge with beer for me, which is great. That's nice. That's yeah. nice. Right. But all the time, all the time, these beers foam when I open them, they, they like explode mm. a, a little bit. Now it's not crazy, but they, it's like every single time. And so I like got used to it right now. Like, so I like opened one over the sink and it mm. didn't. It did. It was just fine. It was normal. And I was like, "Ah, oh, we're we're through the bad batch, right?" And then, like yeah. the next, you know, two, the two, couple of days later, something like that, I take one out, open it at the table, and it goes everywhere. Bam! <laughs> God damn it! So yeah, I was like trying to show off, just to make a fool out of you. Show off the koozie for the camera, and then I was like, "Oh no!" So. <laughs> Story time well, with the tone control. It's above 70 degrees here, so that means I'm drinking gin and tonics now. Uh-huh. It's my summertime drink. Summertime, Derek. It's, it's with 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 uh, ice and ice cube action. It's like see, it's like yes. you're a figure. Yep. Yeah, it's hot, dude. It's it's like it was like yeah. 85 degrees here the past couple of days. Yeah. I don't want to talk about weather too much, but today was the first. <laughs> yesterday and today were very nice, and it's going to be pretty warm, but it's not like crazy bad. But um, today was the first nice day, so like, of course, everybody in the neighborhood is out. Yeah, everybody's had has come out of their, you know, their their winter um, hidey holes basically, and and we're and everybody's doing their work on the house and the gardens and stuff. Uh, and so all day I work at home, so like I'm in here all day. I got the windows open. It's breezy. It's wonderful. Yeah, neighbor like two or three houses down. Is circular sawing something all day <laughs> for like, six hours? Like it's a nice day, time for sawing. Time for sawing some shit, and he's doing it in the driveway, so it's like practically yeah. in the street. And oh my god! But by two or three in the afternoon, I was like, I'm going to lose my mind, and I don't want to close the windows because it would be get too hot up in here. So right, I've listened to the the dulcet tones of the circular saw. <laughs> <laughs> all day, <laughs> all day. 
<laughs> I'm sorry that I'm laughing at about your pain. That. Um, but it's funny. It's fine. So. Yeah, it's all right. It's actually a little warm in here right now, and yeah. so my windows are open. Apologies to uh, all the listeners for the sounds of cars and motorcycles and all kinds yeah. of other stuff in my it's office. Fine. So whatever. It's fine. I used to care about that stuff, and now I just don't. Like that's it's just <laughs> okay. There's a motorcycle going by near the place Honestly, I record. It's usually not that bad. Although I think I can hear a bird yeah. right now. But yeah, yeah, the birds are ripping. <laughs> there's that's, a, that's cool. a huge that's a tree nice atmosphere it's a nice atmosphere for yeah. the podcast right it's a huge tree right outside the window and they're they're doing their business yeah they're, they're doing their their bird stuff in the tree so just burden it up just burden it up there's another nest in my daughter's window um has been for oh. a couple of weeks the birds are quite big i think they're going to fledge soon they're starting to cool. wave their wings all about robins this time three robins were born oh nice she got to see that she and we noticed it early so she got to see the nest empty hmm. and then it slowly get populated with eggs. She laid about one egg every two days until she had four. Wow. And then at one point she carried one of them off. That one was bad, hmm. I guess. She got rid of it and then three hatched. And Crazy. today, apparently they're going to bed. I wasn't up there because I was cooking, but they're going to bed and they open the window. It's been really hot for the birds too. They op- they check on them and they see the bird the little birds panting. And so they open mm-hmm. the window because there's all this like solar radiation right off the window. It's in a window box they built this nest. And so they open it so there's like a breeze and and they cool off. Um, And they watched the mom come and like feed them worms like three times and stuff. It's pretty rad. Wow. My neighbors across the street have a bird nest in the space between their roof and the eaves. So like Mm -hmm. some of the siding and some of the roof structure has kind of broken loose. And you can see a little gap. And then a bird will fly near it, and all the the baby birds start sheeping like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the big the mama bird flies in, and then they shut up for a second, and then the mama bird flies away, and they all go crazy again. <laughs> <laughs> but what if I never eat again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Cool. Yeah, man. Um, welcome to the tone control. Welcome. Control some tone today. Yeah, I mean. I I was going going going. This is a this is a week where I had I had my work scheduled out, and then some more stuff came up, and people wanted their stuff. They wanted it now, and they had the money to mm. make it worth my while. And so I kept saying yes. So I've been going, been Busy going, week. going, going. Yeah. yeah, and um, I I but I got everything. I even remembered to mix the demo that you did. Uh, last weekend, yeah. <laughs> right before I was about to have to get get my daughter from uh, dance class, so uh, sweet. Everything happened just in time, but because I know you're busy too, and I'm busy, there's basically not been show prep done. So, um, I think we can make it happen, though. We've got yeah. stuff to say and stuff I mean, to talk about. So I, I think have it'll so be cool. much to say. <laughs> I have so much to say and so little to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> What does that even mean? I just made it up. What did I just say? I'm going to write it down. I have so, I have so much to say and And so little to talk about. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Matt. That was great. Man, somebody somebody put that in a book. (laughs) Matt said, they they had the money and I kept saying yes. Is Justin's Tales from the Red Light District. Um, (laughs) At well... I mean, I guess. Hey, man! Everybody's got a price. I can well, hold on. I can, uh, can red. There we go. Red, red for today. 
Doing red. I'll change mine. Um, yeah. So what's happening with you? Do we already go over that? Are we? Are we uh, moving that, on? That's basically what do you the do story. Here? I mean, I I'm trying to think. Like, did anything? I work on anything interesting? I don't know. Um. Shoot, I can't even remember. It's it's a blur. It's a blur. I'm changing my lights to red. <laughs> uh, that one's the, the other one's not on a remote, so I'd have to walk over there. To, I'm not going to do it. So you got red and purple um, on my side. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. It's fine. Um, it's fine. I was just mm-hmm. just busy with normal stuff, you know. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I'm nearing the end of the grad term right yeah. now, so I, I, I maybe not explained this super clearly, but I've been in school for a long time, but I am in school year round, and just mm. dawned on me that the listener might hear me talking about ends and beginnings pretty frequently. So, <laughs> it's not semesters; it's terms, which means they're shorter. So I'm doing ten week terms with one week off in between, and I've been doing that since. Actually, since two years ago, last month. So yeah. at the end of a term now, I'm going to have a week off, and then the next term starts, you know, like three weeks from now. So, um, yeah, I've got two more weeks in this one, and then, yeah, week off. So yeah. what's crazy is, like, the baby is coming during week six, or if it's on time, is, is coming during week six mm-hmm. of my next 10-week term. So there's a lot of just, like, hectic stuff. I got to like look ahead and plan ahead for how to strategize that work, how to get it done and out of the way. Cause I'm not taking a break from school because it would, I think it's only going to get harder to go back at that point. So I'm just going to like mm-hmm. push on through. Yeah. With and then after prep, that, right? yeah. Yeah. So I've got after this term, which is done in a few weeks, I've got two terms left and then I'm done. Yeah. So I'll be done. I, I'm the last day of the term which I'm usually finished a little bit before that. It's just the last right. day you're able to hand in work is the day after my birthday. So this is going to be a, a hell of a time. It's going to be quite a time. Now I'm I'm trying yeah. to remember this. Uh, this is something where you have to, you do like um, some kind of a presentation or a defense or something at the end, or is that not what happens? Um, not not quite. So I okay. have to do. It's called a capstone course. So it's the end. You have to take the prerequisites for the course are all of the other courses. Like you have to have finished okay. the rest of the program in order to take the capstone. And the goal of the capstone is not to learn anything new, but to demonstrate what you have uh, learned thus far. So it's like so a it's cor- still ten the whole weeks. course is sort of a defense. Kind of, yeah, yeah. But I'm also making new content during that. So I have to write okay. a short story for that course. I'm in an English and creative writing program, so I have to write a short story. If I were in the MFA, which is a terminal degree, meaning the highest degree one can achieve in a field, uh, because you can't get like a doctorate. Yeah, you can't get a PhD in writing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So MFA would be the uh, Master of Fine Arts. So um, that is far more focused on like publishing and if you were going to become a novelist, which I'm not really interested in. So I'm doing the regular master's program and I got to write like a 15,000, 10 to 15,000 word short story. Okay. And that's going to be a lot. I have a fun idea. I just don't know what's going to happen in it. You know, like that's the hard part. <laughs> I have this cool idea for like a whole world to exist and like some cool yeah. lore plot points, but I just like generally have no idea who my characters are, what's going to happen to them. Um, Eric's asking your, if he can be in my paper. Yeah, can sure. one of your papers be in a log in a log day lay in a log day lay? That's a yeah. It's a it's a fun new name. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> name my main character Analog Lay because it spells analog delay. <laughs> so, what um, does one do once they've mastered in the fine arts? Well, it's it's um, 
It's like having a PhD, right? Like, what do you do when you have that? So, <laughs> I think we should get started. Um, um, okay, let, let's, um, let's, let's, let's. Thanks yeah. to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wish list today. <sighs> okay. Seat of our pants. Do it. Seat of our pants. So what's not a lot, yeah, not a lot. Yeah, what's what's gonna happen? You know, um it's there's gonna be a two hour. There's episode. gonna be more yeah, I know. <laughs> We're gonna just it's gonna never end. We we've got there there's things, there's things and there's stuff, um, but not not like news items, right? And and that's fine. Yeah, um that's okay. I've got some thing I've got some a thing I'm excited about for the end. And um and then it's just it's story time, you know, it's talking about birds. Yeah. Ask me about butterflies later. Anyway, first, okay. Derek went to some concerts, and let's yep. see. I, I'm having trouble keeping track of what I've played and what I haven't played. So here. That's an old one. That was fun, right? <laughs> That's an old, some bass envelope filter, yeah, I guess, right? Um, the Snow White. The Snow White. I have no idea what that is. Um, Snow White. What was the the Snow White Snow bass White. pedal? Hmm. Anyway, Snow I'll I'll vamp while you figure that bass out. Bass pedal. I, yeah, <laughs> as Justin so, audibly researches. Oh, <laughs> Mad Professor <laughs> makes it. Turns out it is an auto wah, which is basically an envelope filter in a sense. We've had a lot there of Mad go. Professor pedals. I feel like. Yeah, a long time ago. I and that was because of my. Um, my method for creating a pedal genie wish list is just to go to a section and one by one add every pedal. Add, 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 <laughs> add, 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 add. Yeah. So they come into me in like alphabetical <laughs> order, mostly, except for the ones that are that are away. So Derek went to some concerts. I see you're wearing a new t-shirt, Derek. Yeah. So I'll get to this in a second. Um Monday. No. So here's what Bad happened. Segue. A little while failure. A little a little while back, I got tickets to Gang of Youths. And Gang of Youths yeah. is an indie rock band from Australia. And I really, really love what they do. And they had a new album come out earlier this year. I think it's great. So they don't tour the US that often. And tickets came out. It was when COVID was like starting to trend down and things were feeling really normal. And I was like, it's happening. Like, here we go. I'm yeah. going to buy tickets. They were pretty affordable. If worse comes to worse, I'll just eat the money. That sucks. But okay, here we go. Like first concert yeah. tickets I bought in a while and was was super, super jazzed. Also then bought John Mayer tickets. Got really stoked in, for in that. Same, it was coming to in Boston. In the same pumped up session. Yeah, and this, not the same day, but like within the same like month or yeah. two. Feeding and on the energy. things are looking good. Yeah, like, oh, here we go. Yeah. And John Mayer has been on my bucket list of, of acts to see live and just it hasn't worked out in the past. So like, it's, mm-hmm. this is it. We're doing it. So that was like, I think it was supposed to be in March or, or April or something like that. And uh, the Sob Rock tour got John Mayer's tour got rescheduled due to COVID. So he and many of the band members caught COVID and like bummer, but my date was one of the ones that got rescheduled and it got rescheduled for the day I was seeing gang of youths. So what do we do about that? <laughs> now, what time now, of the day do these concerts take place? And in what city? Fortunately, <laughs> both in Boston, one was at, uh, gang of youths was at the paradise and yep. John Mayer was at TD garden, the big hockey arena. Mm-hmm. And, Fortunately, thank God, John Mayer was doing two dates in Boston. So I was able to, Ticketmaster does this thing, when you get rescheduled, you can choose to get a refund. Yeah. So I I bought new tickets for the next day and refunded my old tickets. Somehow got 
better seats for a few bucks less. Amazing. Mm. And like, yeah. And probably like close got to, to the see, date, right? Like it's like they, yeah. you know, prices shuffle around and they, oh shoot, yeah. we haven't sold these seats, you know. Right. So I got to see both acts two days in a row. On Gang a of Youth on Monday, John Mayer on a Tuesday. On an almost weekend. As if on almost a weekend. weekend. <laughs> Monday and Tuesday. So yeah. like, here comes when I'm the cold reality of Wednesday comes hurtling at me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> the cold was, hard slap of not being at a concert. <laughs> yeah. And I worked Monday. I actually took Tuesday off work because I thought like it's going to be a late night. You know, yeah. I'm going to probably go into the city kind of early. So maybe I'll like not want to be at work and stuff. Turns out Wednesday is really the day I should have taken off because I, <laughs> I was really struggling. But um, it was amazing. And I'm wearing my Wicked 90s Sabrock shirt. Yep. Check that out. Very Excellent. cool. It's got a PRS on it. Um, tour dates on the back, the classic move. I got a signed Gang of Youths poster. It's on the other side of the room. We saw pictures just in Discord. Like, yep. Oh, God. Just two days of kind of the best music and like the best, just like not the best music, My some of my favorite music and... You can Being say the out best in the music. World. Like here, here's the thing. Yeah. Whenever somebody says something, like unless you're talking about like the Olympics, right? Mm. If you say something's the best, or oh man, that's the best, or this is the best, whatever, you it's an exclamation of it being great. You're not saying I I did a contest, I took a measurement, and this is official. Like we accept that. Unless unless we're yeah. at the Olympics, in which case it is official yeah. and that is the best. That's the end of the story. So anyway, I'm right. just saying you're fine. You don't have to you don't have to qualify that. It's the best. It was so great, man. And like the so Gang of Youth, the the frontman David, he has this I saw this in an article and then later confirmed it to be true. He has this ability to make every person in the audience feel like he has looked directly at them. And like he is yeah. here for you tonight. And he did that. He looked at me and Beth specifically and like waved and like we're like interact like we were up in the balcony, but like he's talking to me and like four or five times. I have, two, like, I have two things to say about this when you're yeah. done with this story. It was just like my point is like his connection to the audience was great and his like yeah. interaction with the audience was incredible. Um, lots of back and forth talking to people in the crowd and and got off the stage and like walked through the audience and stuff and like dancing with people while he's singing. It, it was killer. What were you going to say? I got to know now. Okay. Well, so I have, I have two thoughts. First of all, that's, that's awesome. And that's obviously like a very practiced skill. It's like, it's like when somebody's mm-hmm. a great actor or something, right? It's just something they have and have cultivated. Like it's a mix of talent and, and strong, strong cultivation, which is obviously what you were doing for this whole like Monday, Tuesday affair is finding mm-hmm. talented, artistic monsters of people and then connecting with them in a physical space. The other thing is like, do you think he just has eyes like when those paintings seem to follow you? Do you think he just has that? It's, it's he has like the genes yeah, so for, that, a, that for a painting that follows thing, you. That kind of thing crossed my mind. It's like, what is it about him? And and it's just the, it's it's the intangible things. Confidence. Does he have genetically centered eyes. You know, that could be it. Maybe it's it's those Australian eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Australian eyes. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Um, um, I don't think I've, I, effort, I know, so, I know what you're talking about. I have, I have seen performances where it was like, that's 
That's the, one of those people who has that thing, right? They're just charisma they prof- and right. just right. It's yeah. like they, it's right. It's they have an eighteen in charisma, and that's just it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. yeah, effortlessly cool. Yeah, super confident and just yeah having a great time. It was such an amazing show. Really, really great. And then John Mayer, of course, like this I is one of those he other problems. We couldn't play guitar very well that day, right? Because I, I assume he's not as good as he seems. Guys, guess what? What? John John Mayer messed up a couple of notes once. Fuck! Are you serious? Oh <laughs> yeah. man! Just kind of hold, hold on. Throw away the notes that we never wrote because this show has <laughs> just changed, and now we're about blowing the yeah. lid off of this business. John Mayer turns out played a bad note one time. News alert. Yep. Yeah, just some some part in one of the songs just kind of flubbed it a little <laughs> bit, like kind of misfretted it a little bit. And like, oh, man. course corrected and like made it made it slide. But I think all the guitarists yeah. in the crowd were like, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is probably most of the crowd. Let's be real, right? Yeah, yeah. You think? Um, so <laughs> at least half, at least half. But and you could see like the band all looked around like, uh oh. <laughs> it was the boss the, uh, fucked up. It, Should we look at him? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> this clown <laughs> yeah it was so good though um <laughs> it was the last night of the tour uh because it was rescheduled it became the last night of the tour and so they really pulled out all the stops just really so he almost made it the and, whole tour is what you're saying <laughs> this is the moment right yeah photo finish um what else what else they had a 10 person band on stage Whoa. um yeah, with Pino Palladino on bass and Greg Fillingaines on keys. Just like star-studded lineup. Very, very, very good show. <laughs> so a funny moment in the show. He's going through the set. Very, really cool, well-paced set. And we're in between songs, and he says, um, oh, question in the chat was uh, RDH, Ryan David Harris, playing with him. Yes, he was. Um, so in the middle of the set, he's like, all right, you know, taking it down for a minute, talking to the crowd. He's like, oh, thank you guys for coming, blah, blah, blah. Listen, so this next song um, I have kind of a, a checkered past with. And I'm like, what could this be? You know, mm. and, hmm. and he's like, but, you know, it's been many years and uh, we've grown up together. And I think we can exist peacefully amongst each other and, and going on and on just about how, like, didn't want to play this song. And I used to play it a lot. And it was really problematic sometimes. And, mm, you know, he's okay. like, you go to these shows and, and people... People stand in the back like, all right, like, whatever. This song is like, eh, play the other stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and he goes, my job, our job as the band is to make those people go, ah, fuck it, and just start dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, so anyway, this is Your Body is a Wonderland. And he... <laughs> And he just breaks into it. And I'm like, you know, I just, fuck it. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. (laughs) And it was great. This is one of those tours and one of those artists where they just do these long extended B sections or something, bridge sections for everyone to solo over. Okay. And Your Body's Wonderland was no different. (laughs) Yeah. So they um, did the whole extended, very extended solo section that was very complex musically and very interesting and textured and awesome. Crazy guitar solos from all three. It was great. And 
then there's and here we are back in the chorus and of then, your body is a wonderland. And then we sang that chorus again, <laughs> folks. They just bring it around and it was it clashed a little bit, but it was like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> right. It was funny. Yeah. That's awesome. So anyway, yeah, it was great. Um, if you get the chance, dude's a fucking titan of a guitar player. Absolutely killed it. The opener was a group called, or a guy with a band called Alexander 23. Also really cool. Would recommend checking them out. Ah, what else? That's, that's kind of it. That's what's been going on. Saw a lot of live music. Saw a lot of cool gear on those tours. Cool. So what does he, what does John he play on had a freaking dumbbell on stage. He's, so he's playing the, um, yeah. Yeah. The, the PRS SE. Sorry, sorry, the PRS Silver Sky. He's got his Silver Sky. He played a SE Silver Sky, which is the import version as well. He played... Um, like the Powell Peralta Jackson collab guitar, which is a super strat double humbucker with a Floyd Rose and like the shark fin inlays and stuff. It's an absolute shred monster, but he uh, <laughs> pulled it out and yeah, he's got the hot pink one. And then there was this other one, the Powell Peralta one was like a kind of like a um, olive drab color a little bit, like a mix of like that, that flat greenish, but it was a little bluish yeah, and there was like okay. skateboard stickers and shit all over it. And he played a few songs with that, and he was like dive bombing with the whammy bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, many, many acoustic guitars, which was cool. All like there's an old Martin custom shop thing, like the mm-hmm. which is based on the Eric Clapton model. He had the newer one from like the Born and Raised era, just kind of the parlor style, yeah, acoustic. Some others, um, but yeah, it was it was killer. Really good set. That's pretty sweet, man. Hmm. I liked that story. Thanks. So it's a fun time. Yeah. yeah and now tomorrow's time. Friday. And yeah. I'm done with my homework for the week. Got Shit. my GNT. Got my podcast. Got my buds. Got my yeah. podcast. Yeah. It's a good night. Let's do it. Tomorrow is Friday. Mm. I mm. got a I, I thought got a of something of earlier. I got a lot of work planned for tomorrow. So it's not it's sort of Friday for me. I so you, have you ever heard you may not experience this too much. Um as someone who doesn't work like an office job, but if somebody has Friday off, they might say for for like vacation or something. They yeah. might say on Thursday, today's my Friday. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Right, that's yep. a pretty yeah, pretty. Common I wouldn't thing. blink at that. I'm going to sure. start. Say, I want to start saying today's my Friday on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, back around to the bullshit. Here we go. Do you think Let's I should get, the show get on the road? Should, should I get my daughter to say that? Today's my Friday and be like, well, it's everyone's Friday. Yeah, well, it's also my Fridays. <laughs> Today's my Friday. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy running outside uh, on a jog with a high-vis vest, but it's like made of glow sticks. <laughs> like the, the like uh like the Kraken. That's cool. He hung a bunch of Kraken glow sticks on him. Yeah. Always be raving. <laughs> so my mother-in-law sent, do, um, sent my oh, daughter yeah. a uh we're already in the podcast man we're just sorry we're just going um my mother-in-law sent my daughter a bunch of caterpillars in the mail this is a thing okay so so really what's happening is you're you're raising I'll believe butterflies. anything comes in the mail now yeah you're yeah. raising butterflies so and she found somebody who's who's like a local Right, so it's like an mm-hmm. indigenous. It's not a. Um, it's not an invasive butterfly or anything weird like that. Because stuff stuff is weird. But anyway, so these little cups. It's like this. It's like a. It's like a drink cup, but it's like really little. And they have mm-hmm. a bunch of this orange, what I guess is caterpillar food, sort of packed into the bottom of them. And there's these three teensy caterpillars that are like, 
a third of the length of a dime. Mm. And okay. there's three in each cup, right? And they, we just, they, we get them. They just, they just sit there and they wander around and they eat. And it's been about a week and they have gotten like maybe 800 times bigger than they used to be. <laughs> like, I, you, you know, oh my God. <laughs> you know, like, like a human comes out and they weigh like between six and 10 pounds or something like that. Yeah. Right. And then they grow to be maybe 200 pounds or something. And you're mm-hmm. like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, well, but that, that takes many years. Oh, yeah. it does. <laughs> and caterpillars and insects and shit like that, they're like, they're like nothing. They're like a grain of sand. And then in, a, in like a week, they have filled their container with what I guess is caterpillar poop. And, and they're like so big. And, it's re- and, and especially right hmm. at the end. The thing is they got a little bit big for a few days. And then like the last two days, they just went... <laughs> They like got, they doubled <laughs> in the last two days. And then they've just, so today they all, all, all of them, there's actually four that survived. A couple of them didn't, didn't make it, mm-hmm. but they, four of them now are all chrysalis up and they're, they, they started to do it yesterday. They hung upside down and they got all weird and they wiggled. And hmm. then when I went in okay. for my lunch break, when I went in for my lunch break, I checked on them and they were like encased in something. And like, how'd you do that so fast? And then the, they today, have a job to do. Exactly. Today I go in and I look, and the, the casing's all shiny now and like iridescent looking. It looks really, really wow. cool. So anyway, um, I'm going to give them another day, I think, to to really harden up, and then I'm supposed to move them into this uh, a time lapse video. Well, I if I could go back in it's time, it's too late. It's what are you waving that shit in my face? Yeah, keep, keep your head in the game. God damn it. <laughs> so anyway. Um, yeah, so, so I'm going to move them. There's like this little like basket enclosure thing that's like net that I'm going to move them to. And then, and then in, in a, I don't know, another week or something like that, they're going to, you know, emerge. They're going to, they're going to spring forth. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. It's a pretty cool little thing. You don't really have to do anything. I guess we're going to put like, you either put like an orange or red Gatorade inside this thing. It's like this little sponge hmm. they sent with it, and that's how you feed them once they're butterflies. So, and then yeah, you let them go, of course, because you're not going to keep a butterfly forever. You're going to let it go do stuff to flowers. Do butterfly things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. since it's, you know, yeah, needs those electrolytes from doing all that hard work. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it's pretty <laughs> fucked up. They, they go upside down, they hang there, and, and yeah. like, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm eating breakfast, and I'm watching, you know, whatever the fuck on YouTube before work. Is my tradition. I'm letting you in on my life now. This is my tradition. Is yeah, I put pull on back whatever, that curtain. Put on. I put on. Pull my phone out at the kitchen table and I watch YouTube on my phone. <laughs> I I love this tradition. It's fine. Let it <laughs> so, rip. So so I'm there watching random stuff on YouTube on my phone, eating cereal, and this chrysalis is sitting there in the cup, and then it just starts vibrating. <laughs> It looks like like you're about looks, to be invaded. Yeah, it just starts shaking. You're like, what are you doing in there? <laughs> All my DNA is turning into a totally different animal. I mean, that is fucked up. The shit that like chrysalis, yeah, and like the if you can stuff. Oh man, the stuff like that where you like really finally pull back the curtain enough to be like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> how fucked is that? It's pretty fucked. And like, if you look and, up like what happens to butterflies and, and moths and stuff when they're in there, like. All of their body parts liquefy to the point where you can't yeah. tell. Like they like turn back into stem cells or some shit. Like you can't tell one part from another, and then s- somehow the other side comes out this thing. I mean, 
I don't need to tell you this. Like you've you probably experienced the but same I bet thing. You're gonna. When, yeah, but like when waiting for a kid to come, yeah, you you just sort of go from like, well, you know, wife, you look pretty normal, and then suddenly it's like, uh, well, there's a little bump, okay. And then, but the more I think about it, like Beth's downstairs right now, and there's like a friggin' living thing in there. You yeah. know, <laughs> this moment of like we joke around like, oh, there's a little butt in there, uh, right? It's a little. <laughs> there's, a, butt. You got, there's a little tiny butt, Couple and that's of funny knees. for a second. But then you just like you're like oh my god wait yeah. from from nothing came yeah. a whole living thing and it's it's just very trippy when you get too into it like you ever mm-hmm. lay in bed and just, just randomly think like how infinitely massive space is yes <laughs> I mean it, you must yeah, know it can that kind of, of fuck you I up do. right <laughs> yeah yeah like where where even am I and uh, well yeah and, oh my god exactly it and anyway you know what uh, and and that's the other thing is like. <laughs> Unless we swallow a goldfish, which I'm not intend, I have no intention of swallowing a goldfish. But yeah. unless you swallow a goldfish, follow gold, swallow goldfish at your own risk. That's the closest. That's the closest we'll ever get to feeling like there's a little butt in there wiggling while you're trying to go to sleep. And that's what that's yeah. what the wives do. Like, because that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know what what Beth's experience has been like so far. But but Marielle, it would if you're moving around during your day, you're doing your thing, you're doing your job. Mm-hmm. That puts the baby to sleep. The the, the embryo. <laughs> it's not an embryo anymore. That puts the baby to sleep. <laughs> and then you stop, yeah. you go to bed, your day's done, and the baby's like, oh, my, my vibrating, rocking, moving around machine is done from keeping me asleep. Yeah. It's time to go. And it just it starts partying in there. The knees and the butts yeah, she's had some poking of out. It's all knees and butts. Um, the is. chat's mad that we're not talking about guitars. Oh, guitars? Okay. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what then. Uh, next up, uh, what is what the hell is? Uh, Got to play oh. something. What? What? We are not forty minutes in. Oh shit, we are. <laughs> no, uh, I got thirty. Not quite. Fuck 30, you. Yeah, thirty thirty four <laughs> minutes, and I started early. Um, Derek did a demo. I'm gonna here. I'll play a little sound. This isn't this isn't the demo. like that one cool i don't remember what that is but i feel like it's it's I've heard uh, it recently. the aria from keely i think oh, i did yeah, play yeah. it recently uh okay. keely aria so derek did a, a live stream yeah first week. one in the new office and kind of um first one after a long break um mm-hmm. there's no schedule to the live streams if in case you're wondering it's just sort of when i get the time and we announce them a few days ahead of time so you can plan around it it's not just yeah. like hey we're live right now but uh, i don't plan them out it's not like every week at a recurring time so the most recent one it's still up on youtube you can go check it out the old blood noise endeavors black fountain delay i think it's a v1 or a v2 uh, they're up to the V3 now, as we mentioned. It has the new one has tap tempo and subdivisions and stuff, but it's a very yep. spooky sounding uh, analog delay with all kinds of weird, extra goopy oil can type stuff involved. Extra shit. Extra yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here, here's the and here's the thing. Yeah. Right on. 
Did you make a short and a long version of that? Yes. Which okay. one did I play? Oh, I played the short version. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Where's the long okay. version? Oh, it's up here. Do you want to hear the long version? That was stupid. No, it's all right. It's basically the same thing. It just kind of repeats. Yeah, yeah that's cool. I, it's, it's hard to read on my soundboard. Sorry. There's a there's no, a version that's twice as long as that. <laughs> it's maybe I'll exactly try. Maybe there. if I have the memory capacity, I'll try to sub it in in the video version. I prefer long versions of most things. <laughs> I gotta find a time to set up the demo for the pedal I have now. Do we want to do the pedal genie now? So we're like 35 minutes in? Sure. You have a pedal okay. now? All right. I do. All right, everybody. Um, the gifts for today are eye rolls. And now we thank the genie. Where's my soundboard? Come back. I have too many windows. Here we go. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want, for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month, shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. Oh, thick, <laughs> thick, yeah. thick eye rolls that you could cut with a knife. I, uh, it just dawns on me that, uh, actually I'll switch back to this. We need to update, I need to update my uh, read there because it has all the wrong prices. <laughs> Oh shoot! The voice, That's right. The voice says a bunch of old pricing. Uh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> All right. So, what do you got there? Okay. Oh, I didn't even put it in the notes. I'm sorry. Hang on. Um, Hold on. I have the long long amp. Um, I can find it. I can't see it on this case because the long amp ultra dist. <laughs> ultra dist. Is that a distortion? I, I don't. Well. I think it's a little bit of a misnomer. I don't think they have like a a website website, but you can kind of pre-order one through Reverb. In fact, the Pedal if, Genie if, page for Long Amp is what's coming up first for me in Google. Yeah, so you can you can get one on Reverb. Um, I just posted a, an expired listing from Reverb, so you can get a look at. It. Actually, hang on, let me turn this back on standby because you got to look at this pedal. Okay, here's the. No, I have I have a picture from Pedal Genie. Okay, yeah, that's the, there you go. That's this one. Um, it's probably so it's literally in, your th- pedal. <laughs> this is it is. It's right here. Picture. Yeah. Um, so it's got the Fallout graphic on it for some reason, and if you that's look closely at the allowed. case, <laughs> no, but it's cool as hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the case is upside down, so the screws are in oh. the top. Now, see, I've heard uh, of of, yeah. of pedal makers doing this because it's, of course, much easier to work on something that isn't like inside a bowl. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah. it sort of seems like maybe that's what we should be doing. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I haven't actually opened it. 
But um, that, that it does coating, make sense. Do you know, like, this particular kind of powder coating, this looks like... Um, my dad had a, had a got a couple of, like, pedal kits that I put together for him uh, a long time ago. And he got the boxes powder-coated, and he got it done like hmm. this. And it makes yeah, it look like it's, like, hammered iron or something. It does have a texture. Like, yeah. it's raised and stuff. Yeah, yeah it it's cool. looks really so, tough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the print is kind of, it's not etched, but it has a little bit of an etched quality to it. Mm, okay. Uh, maybe it's just super tough printing. I don't know. So anyway, the the Ultra Dist, Ultra Distortion by Long Amp, is a tube screamer. And I think it's a little bit of a misnomer to call it the Ultra Distortion. But whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, 808 and, 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 uh, and 9 mods. By the look of things, yeah. So it's got it's got a TS eight hundred eight and a TS nine in here. I can't find yeah. any information on what these three mini switches do. They do something, and I they don't turn know. Turn on and off like mods. All, I expect something. I just don't know what those mods are specifically. <laughs> I'm assuming it's like different clipping things. But anyway, yeah. you turn the pedal on and off, and then there's also a boost, a totally independent boost, and I think that's great. Yeah. So, I, so I'll the be boost honest, can be on when the other pedal isn't on. Correct. Nice. It's a good move. Um, I got to be honest, we've talked about this before. I find it hard to get excited about Tube Screamers. Yeah. Just because the market is so full and it's like, well, okay, great. Why this one? Yeah. This is, I think, a winner. I do. Like, uh-huh. th- there's still room for good Tube Screamers and, and good pedals that we see all the time. But it As is evidenced by this. Right. Because of the mods and because of the independent boost, I think that's enough to make it pretty exciting. Pretty different. Mm-hmm. So um, here we go. I'm playing on my PRS today. It's my in honor of John Mayer. I think we're in. A, oh my god! Dropping picks. Dropped your what? Your plectrum. I dropped my plectrum. I think this is a two twelve. Into the rev. Okay. Everything here is at noon. All the switches are down. <laughs> Sounds like a tube screamer. It's got that big mid-range on it. Yeah. It's a nice one. I think it's you, nice. And that's everything at noon. So there's plenty of room room to go on these mm-hmm. things. Um, I'll do the boost independently. It's just a big Whoa. loudness button. That sounds... Um, so Switch it back to the other one again. Oh, uh, To what? Bypassed or... No, to like I want to compare like the boost to the tube screamer part. Over Discord, oh, it didn't yeah, okay. sound that different, honestly. This is the tube screamer. Huh. This is the boost. It oh, feels different under the pick. Yeah. It's less compressed, I think. Um, okay. And I do think the boost is louder, even though the knob is set to noon. That doesn't really mean a whole lot. Yeah. But, um, so I'm going to flip all three switches up. It's a little throatier, I think. I can't. 
can't really tell. Like when I flip one switch, I can't tell what it's doing. But when I flip all three, I can really feel it and, and tell the difference. Yeah. But the, the switches also affect the boost. Feels kind of like the low end is different. Hmm. So if they're Less mods, noticeable. they're probably changes to the pre-filtering, not just to the clipping. Maybe. And I maybe they're just like high, mid, low or something. I'm not totally sure. Um... But anyway, yeah. so you can do both, obviously. You can run the boost and the drive together. That's way different. That's that's a lot different. Yeah, that, I mean, that's very... The the boost sounds like it's after the... Overdrive. So, sorry, the boost was on for both of those, and it's no, just the I mean, mini in, toggles. In the circuit. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. Oh, I think I understand what you're saying now. This middle switch seems to do the most. Yeah, a lot, mean, of, a lot of different a, sounds available. There's a lot of kind of different things. Here, here's what I I find myself thinking though, is by the time you're putting this many combinations of stuff into a pedal like this, you know that's what the Palisades was for. You know, and Something the Palisades, like I don't know if they make it or not, but the, but the point is like it, it was done in a layout where it was like, oh, you want to adjust the shape of the bottom end? That's over on this selector mm -hmm. you want to adjust the mid you know adjust the clipping that's over here you want to adjust the top end pre-filtering that's over here um and it made sense whereas this one you're like you're randomly flipping switches and it's like you can hear what's going on and eventually you can get somewhere oh i want it brighter i want it darker you flick things until you get it there yeah but it's not like laid out in a convenient way no matter how many pit boys give it a thumbs up yeah, I think some expert in Tube Screamers could tell me, well, that's the Probably. TS9, that's the 808, but yeah. I don't know what it's doing to get there. Mm -hmm. So, um, But as far as overdrive pedals go with features and things, I think it's, it's yeah. good. I, I'm, I think it's cool. It sounds good if you like the Tube Screamer sound. Um, I don't mind the Tube Screamer sound, but I don't actually own one. Well, yeah. I, I kind of do. It's in the Duelist, but it's not as, it's not as EQ'd as this one is. So... Um, yeah, yeah, it's cool. I I know I'm, I sound like really lukewarm on it, but I do like it. And like I said, there's not a lot of space I think to get excited for the most copied pedal in history. <laughs> right, right. And that's that's so, the thing. It's it's just like if you if you order a random pedal from Pedal Genie, it's most likely going to be a tube screamer. That's the thing. There is there's more of that than anything else. You know, if yeah. you blindly throw yeah. a dart at Pedal Genie's wall, the most hit thing with that dart is going to be a tube screamer so yeah and yeah that's not pedal g's fault either that's just no. like pedal manufacturing that's reality that's that's yeah that's the thinking about how big space is of pedals <laughs> yeah you know yeah 
So this is with the boost and the overdrive on. I've got uh, the middle switch down and the other two are up for whatever that's worth. It's really honky. Cool, man. See, it's I a good overdrive. That. What is he talking about? He was like, oh, I think this sounds good. I like it when both sides are on, blah, blah, blah. And then you change something. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, that's just a different setting with the switches. So let's let's go back. Um, so that's the thing. This, oh, that's completely different. How different is that? That's completely different. Super different. That's, yeah. What's the math on this? There's three switches with two positions. How many combinations are there? I don't know how to do that kind of math. I don't know. Is it, it's a matrix. Is it nine times nine? I don't know. It's It's got a lot of different stuff. We're at the boost off. Twelve. So this middle sure? switch 12? seems to only affect the the boost. I think. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I wish I could find a manual for it because um, it would. They, they don't make it anymore because bed, but, because yeah. Bethesda sued them probably into oblivion for using <laughs> Pip Boy. The one on, that I saw on Reverb is a plain case. Oh, okay. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I yeah. actually should be able to do a demo soonish. Uh, we'll post in Discord and our Instagram and stuff like that uh, mm -hmm. when that is figured out. Um, his live streams are over on our YouTube channel, by the way. So come hang out there. There is a chat. Yeah. You can talk to me. You might be already watching the show on YouTube, but if you're not, you should throw a subscribe over there and click that bell. So that you Whoa. get notified, you get notified when um, when Derek does a live stream or when we post some other random shit. Um, I want to mention this real quick. I'm going to switch. Uh, huh. How do I do this? Switch account. Yeah, the tone control has 79 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. After after doing literally zero work to get there, so thank you all for <laughs> subscribing on YouTube. <laughs> yes. Well, we did put. I mean. We put our podcast we are up very, there for many are, weeks. We are now. consistently uploading. Yeah. yeah. And um, actually, my Helix videos are doing pretty well, yeah. considering there's like absolutely zero boosting or advertising for it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you did the cool thing, though. You made a thumbnail. Should we have thumbnails for the, for the episodes? Because you're supposed to have a thumbnail, but I'm so lazy. Yeah. I don't, I don't care a ton about that. I don't know what I, still I would think do the, with the thumbnail. Like, I still I think on? of the, um, the delivery to your phone to like listen in the car as the primary delivery method of this yeah. show. Do you? Well, I mean, we can tell. I mean, we can look on on our oh, analytics, yeah, I know. right, but and like, see like, yeah, most people are listening yeah. on audio. But I don't mean just where most people are consuming the show. I mean, like to me, this like the um, podcast. Like, if yeah, I, it's if on I'm YouTube being honest, also. like I I think about it as video. I mean, Spotify ha is taking it as video. So and and as other mm. uh, as other podcast platforms start to accept video, it will 
it will go out to it through our distributor. So um, I don't know. I basically am thinking about it as a video show. I am trying to make sure like if there's ever something going on that's purely video, I'm going to like describe it or something. But Right. Because I don't want to like yeah. lock into that. But I think that's that's kind of, it's like the future is not video, but the future is content that works wherever. And because there's a lot of people totally. that I think, you know, it's like if you're, if you're able to watch, I don't know, I don't know how many people would, would, would watch a show like this where we just talk about random shit like butterflies for ages. And it's like, what's the point of the video for that? Unless I'm showing yes. you a butterfly, right? But whatever, yes. I mean, it's, it's there. Because at first it was like, we got to be on YouTube because that's, that's another place. There is a whole separate people who don't understand that podcasts exist, but they know YouTube mm-hmm. exists. So it's like, that's why we started doing that to begin with. And then pretty soon it was like, well, what if we just record video yeah and it's it, you know i don't know it I'm wasn't it's, it's actually video well it's hilariously less work right actually like, right when, <laughs> when i concocted this whole mess where i was gonna like you know change the scenes live and then i don't edit the video at all it's like a stripe and i i have presets for how i mix the sound there's very little that i do <laughs> um yeah. just to cut cut it into pieces and export it so and that's how I like to do it because I haven't touched video editing almost at all. Yeah. Um, so anyway, streamline that shit. Get this podcast right. to the people. Get it's what it the done. people want. That's right. It's what the people want, or it's so, what I, it's what I can assume they want. So, um, hey, thanks, Pedal Genie. You guys are the best. We love you. Way to go. The people want to talk about picks. Yeah. Hudson I know, broadcast. I, I know. I know. I play that a lot, but it's. I fucking, like it. It's fucking brilliant. It's a great. It's great. One. That's one of my favorites. So, that's all there so, is to it. Picks. Picks, my man. Discord. I think. I think Eric kind of started this. Has yeah. uh, Discord's been blowing up about picks lately, right. and the conversation around it has been spanning like many weeks, and I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's pretty cool that we're all kind of like on this narrative about picks and we're like, well, have you guys seen this one? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to order one. <laughs> people are kind of into it. Um, people are checking out all kinds of stuff, including me. I got some stuff from Honey Picks today. Honey Picks? Sticker. Stick it somewhere later. Um, yeah, they sent me a sticker. Me some picks in this like super cool bag. A sticker. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, long-time listeners of the show will know that I like to play primarily. I'm picked in here. Um, oops, nope, that's not what I, I play Jazz Threes. Yeah. And I have, uh, my favorite is this, the Altex Jazz 3, which is, mm-hmm. um, Altex is the material. It's 1.38 millimeters thick. Justin has one there. It is extremely hard. It is, not, it doesn't bend at all. It doesn't and wear out. This is the same one last, you gave me uh, bef- <laughs> like, when like we played years in a ago. band together. So older. This is older than the podcast, yeah. and I and they play, last forever. I play it every time I play my guitar. I have played with this pick since I've had it, and yeah. it doesn't. You know how they they get like so the other jazz they get the bevels that are plastic. On yeah, you you bevel it a little bit. It wears at the corner. I don't know if you can see that. Probably can't. Yeah, this I have one, a red one is here. indestructible. Like there's not a single mark 
there's not the slightest yeah. bit of wear. It's insane. Anyway, so I don't know what they, the I mean, red one. I originally plastics. started playing the red one. I don't know what the red ones are material-wise, but I originally started playing these, then branched yeah. out to other materials. They now make them in Tortex, which are these white ones, and you can also get these in different uh, thicknesses of Tortex now. At the time, this was the only one. Mm-hmm. So uh, the red and the yellow are both 1.38, and this white Tortex is 1.14. It's got a little more flex. I also like okay, those a lot. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, just a barely a little bit. Yeah, so... Um, the thing is, though, I love the Jazz 3 shape and the size. I love how small they are. And I know a lot of people don't like them for that reason, and they play the Jazz 3 XLs. Yeah. But this shape, like the the pointy-pointy of it and the size of it, is I just it fits well with my style. And I've been playing it for so yeah. many years that it's very hard for me to move away from this. Because I know, like a full pick other- feels like it's taken up your whole hand. It's like... Yeah, so here's a tone control pick just for comparison. And I mean, everybody kind of knows. Yeah. Like picks are it's just, they're it's big. Guitar pick you know? and, yeah. And and here we go. We'll do this. Just like put them over each other. You can kind of see. I think there's the a big overlap control, there. And, the tone control pick that I had here walked away. I have a yeah. bag of them. They're good picks. People are Apparently might be not on them. this desk. Yeah, so it's fine. Anybody who comes to my studio can have a pick. Yeah, and these are just like regular celluloid picks. They're kind of just your your basic um, regular picks, and they're they're mm-hmm. cool. But um, so now honey picks comes along. Eric told me about them, and they're made of acrylic primarily. They make a bunch of other materials as well. But I wanted to check out the acrylics, um, and they do a bunch of different thicknesses and a bunch of different sizes. So size mm-hmm. being like the operative thing here for me right. because you can get all their pick shapes in small, medium, or large. Which means you can get them all approximately Jazz 3 sized, but still experiment with the different shapes of the picks. And right. I love that. Like the different point, like you see the 2M here on the screen now that's much more triangular yeah. compared to, well, so so medium. So I guess the letter's the medium, then the 3 is sort of yeah. a pointier. I think the 3 is the millimeter count. So I, oh, okay. I bought a 4-pack here. I forget which ones I have. The names mm. of, but I did get one that is a Jazz Three because I wanted to compare. Okay. To a, the one that I'm familiar with, and this thing is great. It, it is exactly the same dimensions as a Jazz Three. It's acrylic. It's a little. It's blue and it's a little see through and it's really cool. I also got nice. Um, oh, they're saying there's a shapes tab up at the top. So sh- oh, shapes and sizes. Yeah. And if you oh. go to, which I think, just click that again. Oh, if I can show the whole category. Ah, yeah, here we go. So I got this one, which is like kind of a modify. I don't know if this is going to come across on camera too well. Um, that looks like the sticker. flight. You can kind of see how it's, it's like, like tapered differently. Yeah, it's like a shield. Yeah. That and looks like the got, flight here on the screen. Uh, No, it's not. It's no? go down. It is. Oh, my God. There's so many. Oh, this is it the this queen, one? I got queen the queen bee. bee. Yeah. Queen bee. Okay. I also have this one, which uh, I think is the smoker, the which is, I, I like this a lot. Smoker, smoker is like the bottom. Yeah. a little more equal on all sides, and uh-huh. it's it's great. I like that a lot. And I did get um, this weird asymmetrical one, which I believe is the honey pot. Honey jar. Honey jar. Yeah. Yeah, that one. That's and pretty yeah, messed up. And you can up. see how it, it's like, again, Jazz 3 size. This is not really focusing, but you get the idea. Yeah. Um, and it's it's asymmetrical, which I think is kind of neat. So um, 
I got all 1.5 mil thickness because that's like a, a size approximation or a thickness approximation that I'm pretty familiar with. Right, that you're used and to. And got a few different sizes. I also got one three millimeter pick in the Jazz 3 size and it's this cool seafoam color. It's got a really cool grip on it. Like they they yeah. cut into the surface and it's like honeycombed. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can really see. I actually, I'm just going to I can see how thick chat. it is. How about I, that? Yeah, you can put. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. Um, I mean, I can also Discord. go back. Like they've got. Uh, hold on. Yeah, you can see like how thick they are right there. Um. Well, some of the pictures that come up here, like this one is so, like, what what even is this? This one that's on the screen? Yeah. Now? They've got is like that, f- up to five mil. That's, what would you even do with that? <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I just posted a couple pictures in the chat if you want to take a peek. Okay. Um, you can kind of see the shapes a little more clearly. And the thickness of this teal one, the seafoam colored one. Is it's just a chunk. It's absolutely yeah. huge. But and, and the thing is, I was always thickness. worried. I have some other. Um, let me grab my pick pen. Look at that. I thickness. have these other picks. Yeah. And so, so how the, does it, the, the blue the, the one thickness that you shot here? How how does that the the blue one is the Jazz three size, right? The teal one is the Jazz three size. Oh, so the blue one's like thinner. The blue one is one point five mil. Thick. That's one of these, the regular honey picks that I got. Yeah. And then the thick, thick one is is also honey pick, but it's um, it's three I, millimeters I, I instead I, I of meant, one and a half. I meant a thickness, not not size. I think I said the wrong thing and confused everyone. Okay. So, I've also got these. These are from years ago. I have these dragons heart picks, which are like a really wacky shape. Oh yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah. With like three different angles on them and stuff, and. I like them. However, they these have the problem of the footprint being too big, and it feels like I'm holding a dinner plate trying to play guitar. Um, <laughs> also, I think like the bevel. I don't know if you can really see this very well, but the bevel on these is a little more sloped, and, and okay. it feels like yeah. it's kind of slipping off the string too much. It whereas, doesn't have a defined enough edge. Yeah, but if you look at the edge on the the thick pick on screen, it is a much uh, steeper slope. And it it's, it feels it, I don't notice that yeah but it's still pointy and comes to a, a point at the end mm. like on the um, the other plane not just the shape of right. the pick but the other this direction so um, because wow. of that it doesn't really feel as thick as it is because I I'm really huh. I was really like oh, I don't want to spend this I'll be honest <laughs> this pick was it was eight bucks and eight dollars for something that the guitar community for one pick. Cut, for this very thick one, yeah, wow. and I know to to do that to spend eight dollars, it's like you know you can get a dozen picks for eight dollars, and it feels yeah. like something that is typically thought of as disposable, mm-hmm. or if you lose it, who cares? Right. Uh, it is the sort of the, what the conversation's been around picks in Discord lately. Blue chip yeah. picks are notoriously quite expensive; they're like forty to thirty to forty dollars a piece. Yeah. But they they never wear out and they sound good and all this stuff. So I don't know. I just thought we'd talk about picks a little bit, not yeah. just about honey picks, but in general. That one's just got cork. It all. Look at that. Yeah, I mean that's pretty messed up. <laughs> you can you see know? all the shapes there. Yeah. yeah, look at that. Okay. Um, yeah. So I mean, I don't think they're boy. 
That's so thick. I do want to try something like that just to see. Yeah, so this is the, the, and then all the way on the right, you can see the size overlaps. Right, and to a quarter, yeah. So so what is, uh, um, is is there, does does Honeypicks have some kind of reference for like, like what if they, they bring somebody in who doesn't have a Discord to shout at them about what's what? Like, how do you say to somebody like, oh, try this one or you might like this? Because um, there's some screwed up stuff here. Like, Oh, like I, how do I, you decide what to get? I'm trying to figure out, like, what am I even asking here? But like like the honey jar, like this one here with its its nonsense, yeah. asymmetrical. Like, what the fuck is that for? What is the point of that? I, the, the shape of it enough was for me to ask that question, so I bought it to find out. <laughs> That's it, you know? And I will say, like, specifically about this shape, which is not really answering your question, but this shape, <laughs> I do feel I have to have in the right place in my hand before yeah. I start using it um, because of that asymmetrical but, thing. Now, is, is, but it's a good that pick. True, I do like it. Isn't that true for every pick, though? Like, if your pick's in the wrong place in your hand, you're going to put it in the right place before you start playing, right? And so, Of course, it, but the, I mean... So maybe the point of this asymmetrical pick is it brings it to your attention more. Maybe. Oh, it's good. It's very likely that I'm just not used to it. Also, it's the only one of yeah. the bunch that's asymmetrical, so it does feel different in the hand. Um, mm-hmm. You can tell mm-hmm. like there's an upside and a downside. The others, it doesn't matter which way you hold them because they're the same. Yeah. So, um, they do all feel different, and there is some truth to like how picks sound different, of course, because of like material and thickness can all sure. influence that. Um, I'm not noticing that a ton with these as far as like comparing it to the original Jazz 3s that I like to play. But Mm -hmm. um, they make you kind of interact with your guitar a little differently, which is the thing. So the feel is very important, I think. The the feel to you, the player, is how you interface with your guitar. So it's an important factor. Yeah. Um, And I think it's mostly to just like try some stuff away from the regular pick Mm -hmm. shape. Just the standard... Yeah, like maybe oh, the the regular pick, pick shape. I mean, well, we know that there's. I know that I liked the the thing that I liked about switching to these smaller ones was I, I had the impression that it was going to make it harder for me to like hit the string I was aiming for. You know what I mean? Because like like you, oh, because it's you know what I mean. Like more that's focused what it, or that's what yeah. it seemed like when I first tried a jazz three when somebody gave it to me like here try this, but it was absolutely the opposite. Like it was easier to be more precise with a smaller yeah. plectrum. So that's what I found. So so now I'm thinking like I, I don't I just don't I don't know don't know what to think. I don't disagree. And I remember seeing some I was gosh 17 or something like that. I saw some guitar world article about the jazz three. Can this pick make you play better? And I was yeah. like uh, no, but what do you have to say about it? And they pointed out that you know, the accuracy is different. Like, you, yeah. it feels different because of the size. So, in previous to that, the only like thing that I'd a, known about like different picks having different sounds is like if it's really thin, you get more pick sound. And if it's thicker, it's mm-hmm. more focused on the string. So, you can sort of like tease that one way or the other. Whereas it's, it's sort of easier to play lighter with a thin pick, but yeah, it doesn't mean you can't play lighter with a thick one. Uh, but you get a ton of of loud pick noise with a thin pick, and especially and yes. as Eric's saying in the chat, like acoustic guitar, it kind of makes more of a difference, maybe. Um, and I think that's because you're hearing more of 
more of what you're hearing is is the physical string rather than uh, what's translated through the magnetics. Yeah, uh, so, right. So um, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not plugged in here, but to demonstrate my point, I guess I put my guitar on my desk. This is like the regular pick size, the regular tone yeah. control pick, and it's can you that clicking? Yep. That's the thing. Like before I strike off the string, it's that contact with the string that I feel is so much more intense with a, a big pick. And I feel that and I hear that when I'm playing, huh. not like loud, loud, but I that clickiness, I don't like. You feel like there's an extra thing going on there between you and the note. Yeah, and I'm kind of like losing, this is like probably not true, but I feel like I'm losing energy between the strike and the release of that note. And that's, that was the argument at the time for the jazz three, like you're losing less energy in the pick and it's going Mm -hmm. into the string. So that may be snake oil. I don't know, but there is a thing about it. And like the, these bigger dragon heart ones do the same thing. Yeah. Like I, I hear, I feel that differently under my pick and I get a little, this is partly my own bad technique over many years of using small picks, but I coming at the wrong side. You know, I'll get yeah, this you're doing scrape. sort of a horizontal swipe that scrapes a little. Yeah, so you, you can hear that, and then I use this big, thick one. It's like way reduced. It's still there, of course, but yeah, I just, I don't know. We're getting really into um, the nitty gritty about this kind of stuff, but those are the things I think about with picks and if how much noise yeah, yeah. am I going to feel and and you know that's the stuff that makes it feel too big and like I'm going to hit strings I don't intend to. Yeah. So and thin then, pick slap the next string and the strum. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So you're causing some extra slapping noise that way too. Yeah. Um, do you remember, since we're on about picks, do you remember the mystery of the driveway picks from many yes. moons ago? Yes. I, w- I kept finding picks in my driveway and I didn't yeah, know like who they was leaving them to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was, uh, this was one of them, these Ibanez oh. sand grip. So this is, is it a, like sandpaper? It's a, it's like a, it's like an almost full pick size, but it's shaped more like a jazz three and it's got like a sandpapery thing on both sides get sort of that on one side. Okay. Ibanez sand grip. And it's it's reasonably thick. It's about the same I would say as a Jazz 3, maybe slightly thinner. Okay. Um I solved it. I solved the mystery. Oh. Do tell. So, so what happened was I went to um I went over to uh see the guys in Risenwolf and chat with them about um their possibly recording drums in their practice space, which is really, he's got a really nice setup in his basement, like tons of space and Mm -hmm. we can totally do it. But, um, and also go over like um, doing their own demos and stuff like that, like using Helix and just a little bit of uh, Pro Tools school. Here's so that you can feel more comfortable and actually just lay down your tracks simply and send them to me and do whatever. Um, And there on his desk, it's a small pile of these. (laughs) (laughs) So, so that's the thing. So he just like gets out of the car picks, in your house and they like fall out of his shirt pocket picks, or something. Picks just fall out of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even say anything at the time. I just saw them at the table and thought, hmm. Mystery solved. Mystery solved. 
That's funny. That was fun. That's funny. So uh, I like that. It's just fall out of the sky. Yeah, that's on the list. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, man. Well, I think that's um, I think that's great. There's a whole world of picks to play with and. Um, yeah, I think this is mostly just a PSA. Like, go check out some other picks yeah. if you're if you're kind of looking to spice things up. I guess it's a pretty <laughs> low, low if, effort, if low stakes way. Sweeten your pick game. Check out yeah. Honey Picks. They did not sponsor and, this. And like, they no, should've. they did not. But um, yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> I I don't know. I spent more on these five picks that I've spent on picks in like a year or more. That's the the life of a content creator though, Derek. You have to because you do a podcast about guitars. You got to have the stuff. Yeah, but I'm also, however, you know, for the $20 that this all cost me, right, for these picks and crazy shapes and different materials and Mm -hmm. stuff, that's still pretty low stakes when it comes to guitar stuff. Yeah. It is a little weird to think about when you consider the pick to be something disposable, that considered you can past just, tense, we're fixing that. We're changing the world, Derek. Yeah, whatever. I mean, do, don't don't if you don't want to. I don't give a shit. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> if they're just gonna fall out of you all the time, then maybe don't buy. The yeah, I mean, if you're picks. if you're if you're losing picks left and right, then I can't recommend this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, check it out. There's I'll some let talk you about check blue out chip. the blue chip, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, look up blue chip. We have a second. The blue chips are pretty expensive. Um, I think they can be up around like seventy dollars sometimes. They're crazy, but they do yeah. never wear out. They they truly never like molecularly never wear out. <laughs> They'll be here <laughs> when the planet's gone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. They were forged in the heart of a dying star. Yeah, that's fantastic. Check out. Check out Honey Picks. Check out uh, Red Bear also, Blue Chip. Um, Gravity Picks are, of course, one of the yep. old standbys. Um, if, you don't, if you're not familiar with the Jazz 3, give it a try. Still like the Jazz good, 3, man. I do pick. love the Jazz 3. I'm glad I got that. I, I, that was my truly scientific portion of this test was to get the Jazz 3 shape right. in different materials and, and thicknesses. thicknesses and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Fender mediums. Get some Fender mediums. Yeah, just go wild, man. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Where, where's the night going to take us with our Fender mediums? <laughs> I think I have a Fender medium in the glove box of my car. <laughs> there was a really funny... Um, for if, when you break down. Right. Yeah. Jesus. Um, let, me, let me look something up real quick. There was a very funny um, article from The Hard Times. Not article, <laughs> but a headline from The Hard Times recently. A grown man keeps guitar pick in his wallet, quote, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. And and I think I think let's leave it there. Um let's yeah. go on and do a little um I don't know, what haven't I played? Uh, I think I played all these last week. Um fuck. Yeah. Didn't really play that. But you know what's the, what sucks Ooh. about that? That's the seafoam that doesn't even show up on oh, my yeah. thing when I'm searching through to like find the uh, the times and stuff for the YouTube video. Uh, have I played this? I think so. Probably. Oh well. I I didn't I didn't have time to prep a bunch of new stuff. 
Uh, that's the Olympia from Caroline. Cool, cool. Uh, that's got to be a fuzz, uh, right? Want to do a suggestion of the week? Yeah, um, I do. So here's, um, I think I, I think I talked about this. Um, frick, where's my tab? Um, I think I talked about this uh, some some time ago, uh, probably when I ordered it. But guess what arrived is my oh yeah Retroid Pocket Two Plus. Um, so here's the, and I, and I happen to have it right here. So this is the, to get a feel for the size of this thing, it's, it's yeah, cute like the size of an little. iPhone almost. Yeah. Cool. It's just, well, I'm holding up to my iPhone. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just a little bit bigger than like a regular iPhone, non-pro iPhone. Cool. Um, so yeah, this is, um, this is the thing that we see on screen, obviously comes in a bunch of different colors. It's a hundred bucks. And that's, that's the real thing. Like there's a lot of like Android or Linux based handhelds out there that are, you know, some of them are like more powerful than this. Some of them aren't, they have bigger screens, pretty much all of them, but they have exorbitant price tags. So, I mean, for me, like this plays old games via emulation on Android, and it does a fantastic job of it. Um, anything up through like Nintendo 64, and nice. um, it can it can play some GameCube stuff, although performance is a little iffy on some titles and things like that. So that's sort of where the line is. But like any of that old stuff, the NES, Super NES, that's what I'm into. Um, if I wanted to play modern games, I have a fancy computer for that. So, But this is yeah. like carried around with me, you know, sit down on the couch for a few minutes. It's a three and a half inch screen. It's a four by three screen. So it's like, you don't want to play oh, cool. modern yeah. games on this anyway, right? It's it's just, yeah. these are games that don't need, I mean, this has a micro HDMI on it. Like you can connect this to a TV. You can, it's got a USB-C. You can connect controllers into it by Bluetooth I was gonna say, like each, or direct. Yeah. You can two player with this on the TV um, or four player, you know? It, and it's a whole it's a whole Android device in here. I mean, it's got the the Wi-Fi and everything. It's got a custom launcher for, um, you know, if I if I boot it up here, let's see, back out. So like, I've got my systems right, so mm -hmm. I can. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I've got like NES, Super NES, N sixty four. I haven't loaded a bunch of stuff, very much stuff on here now. But you know, you kind of go in there, game libraries in a list, stuff like that. But if you back out of this launcher, there's a whole Android device here. It's um, what's the What's the RP stand for? Wrong answers only. <laughs> oh, that's somebody's name. I don't know what's going yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, for the for the the price, um, it's fantastic. It's pretty powerful little chip in here, and um, I haven't gotten a ton of time to play it because I've been so busy. But it's it's fun for a little uh, few minutes at a time here and there, and yeah, and like throw it in your bag, you know, yeah. for a plane ride or a road trip right. or something. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, I like to. Uh, I don't know. I don't like games on my phone. You know, I phone games yeah. are just kind of a. I, there's some games that I do play, but they're. I'm just not a phone game person. You know, I, I have one, and it's the one that you play with me. <laughs> right. I think it's. I think it's really limited, honestly. Um, and it's like you know, I I can play. Final Fantasy on my phone if I buy it, but it's like you you gotta they they make the version of 
whichever game for the phone and they'll charge another $20 for it or something. And yeah. I don't know, I have, uh, you know, all these old cartridges and it's like, that's the thing. So, so ROMs are like, ROMs have this questionable legality, right? Because, but, but, you know, uh, if you have, if you own the cartridge, like there's nothing, it, it's not illegal for them to say that you can't make a copy of it for your own personal use. It's just that people aren't usually doing it for their own personal use. <laughs> that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, so like I just pulled, I just pulled out a bunch of like, oh, here's all the games that I used to have as a kid on carts and, you know, kind of reliving all that stuff that was, that was fun. So anyway. Um, yeah, for me, I just don't look at my phone as a gaming device, even though like every chance they get, they're like, it's the most widely adopted gaming device ever. Like, well, okay, yeah. technically, yeah, but it's also the most widely adopted telephone ever. So, right. <laughs> it's kind of for, for um, a different thing. Yeah. And, and I don't, I like the, the so, buttons, like actually having a stick and having yeah. buttons and um, it's, it's pretty neat. I do. Toy. I have the virtual console stuff on the Switch, and that's it's right. the same kind of thing. It's very fun just for that exact. Oh, I'm waiting on the front porch for Beth to get home from work. I'll just play some, you yeah. know, Mario Kart 64 or something. Right. Just kind of not, not like it's not that it's not real gaming, but just like low stakes gaming. Yeah. Casual. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> yeah. Casual. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of old like you know Zelda like old Zeldas. In fact, I've never finished Zelda one, but I will now because chance. I can yeah. start a playthrough and t- do it in little like twenty minute segments for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's been years since I've finished very you know Final Fantasy six, which is my favorite always. And I when am I going to do that? Well, I put an emulator on one of my computers, and then I've got to go to that computer when I want to play it. It's like no, now I don't have to do that anymore. Now, now this is what's going on. Yeah, take so it with is, you. Yeah, yeah. This is what's what's cool for me. So I dig it. Wicked Metroid Pocket uh, Two Plus. It's a recent update, so has a touchscreen cool. now. Oh, nice. Which is a lot better for setting up a bunch of the Android crap that you've got to set up. There's some there's some tweaking that you have to do to make it really work. <laughs> So anyway, which I assume Android people know about, but I have an iPhone, so I'm not used to having to tweak a bunch of settings to make my shit work to begin with. But anyway, <laughs> that's what that's what open source is, right? Uh, I'm grabbing you a link for my recommendation. Okay. I'm gonna type in my recommendation that. is Adam Savage's book from 2019, Every Tool is a Hammer. <laughs> and I read this in 2019, or early 2020. Uh, I got it for Christmas one year. Uh-huh. Um, it's great. And I've been meaning to bring it up on the show for a long time. Uh, <laughs> awesome. And I just, it's kind of been bumped down the list, but just the idea, every tool is a hammer within every tool. There is a hammer. I think is a great, <laughs> <laughs> a great sort of ethos to live by. But um, this is a really great book. Adam Savage, of course, um, what, like 20 million seasons of Mythbusters. He worked on <laughs> Star Wars. He's worked on, uh, the Indiana Jones franchise, I believe, a million different movies and yeah. theater, and generally a maker. And if you're not following Adam Savage currently, you can find him at Tested. Uh, they have a really great YouTube channel and stuff. Yes, and yes. he's still what he's doing, been doing um, on YouTube is so much fun, so good. And his book is just sort of a how he got to where he is, but through making, and it's all about mm-hmm. like makers stuff and. One thing that he talks about that I like a lot in here is like, I'm not very well versed in like tools, right? Like I'm not a handy kind of person a lot of the time um, Mm, for making things. 
But the idea of like, well, we're, if you make music, if you make podcasts, if you make video games, whatever, you are still a maker and you are still someone who creates something and that creative expression is really valuable. And he talked a lot about creative processes and what's, what's worked for him and collaborations over the years and stuff. There's some really awesome photos of like his art from when he was like an art student, um, (laughs) <laughs> behind the scenes stuff from movie making and prop making. Um, I have hijacked and totally modified his productivity to-do listing method that's spelled out in this book for my own work. And it's been a real lifesaver. So it's a great read. It's very quick. Uh, it's not, not super long or anything. And there's, there's pictures. So, <laughs> 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 um, But you know, within it, there's a whole thing basically like, and here's the life lesson I learned from there being a hammer inside of every tool. You know, yeah. there's, there's a moral to it that's not really, it's not heavy handed, but there's mm-hmm. just like a, a spirit of how you make things and how you work with others and stuff like that. That's really, really well done. So every tool is a hammer. Life is what you make it by Adam Savage. Uh, yeah. Like I said, came out in 2019, still very relevant today. Sweet. Yeah, man. Very nice. Good wreck. <laughs> Prop maker extraordinaire. Yes, totally. Exactly. Um, that guy's an animal. It's good stuff. So. Fantastic. Hey, should right. we uh, finish this ding? Should we get the fuck out of here? Yeah, it's hot in my office. I want to go downstairs. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to scroll down to find my links. Uh, not my links. My my thing in my bobbers. Oh, this oh, whoops. list is Sorry all fucked up. No, it's okay. Hey, everybody. If you've made it this far into the show, then you're you're a champion and you de- you deserve to be rewarded. You deserve to be rewarded by joining our Discord server. You can find that at discord.io slash tone control. And there you can... Uh, you know, Discord and stuff. Do it, Discord things. You can talk to us. You can talk. To, <laughs> you can talk to tone control legends such as Doug Gann or Eric <laughs> or, like, you know, the. Uh, we waste can waste money, money on picks. You can talk about. You can talk about uh, wasting money on picks. <laughs> yep, you can. But for real, like we're talking about, yeah, movies and video games and books and um, yep. all kinds of stuff. You can hear the me ramble about my my grad degree and the students, <laughs> my, my classmates that I'm annoyed with. Um, the point is all kinds you, of fun stuff. If you make it all the way through an episode of the tone control, then you're probably the sort of person who would enjoy the, what goes on in our discord. So get in there, discord.io slash tone control. And if you want to become a supporter of the show, that is greatly appreciated. And you can do that at patreon.com slash the tone control for as little as $1 per month. We don't set a, a, low, a bottom threshold on this on this bitch, but if you want to, yeah, Discord's free for everybody. Oh yeah, Discord's extremely yeah. free, and uh, they're not a social network. They are not selling your stuff to anybody. Discord makes their money by selling you something called Nitro, which just gives you special superpowers when it comes to emotes and stuff like that. Uh, it's yep. literally you actually just pay Discord, so you are not the product; you are the customer. Unlike social networks. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, but if you want to be a supporter of the show and help us out that that's at patreon.com slash the tone control, uh, another way to support the show and get something awesome in return is to check out our merch store, which we still don't have an excellent link for, but, um, 
Um, what are we saying for this? Yeah, I don't the know. merch link is in the show notes. It'll, yeah, it'll be okay. in the show we'll notes, kind of moving forward. Yeah, I don't. We yeah. don't have a soup. It's it's kind of long and has a lot of dashes in it. But anyway, there's merch. There's all kinds of stuff uh, from apparel to drinkware and stickers and fanny packs and stuff. Did I make the fanny packs? I can't remember if I actually did. Oh, that I don't or know. If I just but thought about it. <laughs> uh, anyway, fanny packs would be handy for like. Oh, didn't you say there was like some pouch or something that there's, was like a, a good guitarist kit? Bag There's like a storage thing? pouch, yeah. That, that we, we put the logo on all this stuff. So anyway, um, oh, check it this, out. See, Matt's got the idea. We need a link tree page. I'll do that soon. Good idea. Link tree. Okay. okay, we'll make it. We'll make next next time. We'll make a thing for this. Uh, but anyway, so there, all that's left, I guess, is to thank our supporters. Uh, the supporters this week are Carson Ricketts, Nick Greenwood, Timmy S, Matthew Fenslaw, Risenwolf, Jamie Evans, Jeffrey Wright, Doug King, Doug Gann. Righteous Ryan Johnson, Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini, Gita <laughs> RP Lectrum. Gita RP Lectrum, I think, is how I'm going to say that. Yeah. Uh, Ma- is it Mako or Mako guitars? Matt? It's Mako. I asked him Mako? just to, okay. to clarify when he became a patron. Yeah. Mako like the guitars. shark, he said. <laughs> like the shark. Got it. Mako guitars like the shark. Andrew Walsh from Andrew's Alcove. OG friend of the show, Brian Rizzi. Doug Christ of 37FX. Sean Wright of Lollygagger FX. And Brian Gower and Kyle McIntyre of the Tone Jerks Podcast. Yeah. Thank you, Whoa. guys. Whoa. <laughs> and what else, you know, what else is there to do? Um, if we look at that. No show topics recorded for an hour and a half. Figure that out. What's this, the, the line from The Office? Don't underestimate how high I can fly or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, oh, God. so much to say, so little to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is a fun one. Um, hey, and our colors were different today, so that's fun. Maybe we'll that's do right. that from that's now right. on. Um, anyway. Yeah, how about this? If you're a supporter plus on Patreon, you get to choose the lamp color. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye.